You're listening to Wine and Cheese, the podcast about whiny records and cheesy movies. I'm Joey. And I'm Mike. And this week, we've got... I'm just stalling for time. A we've, doozy. We've got a doozy. I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to do it the other way. We got Highlander from 1986, Thorn EMI Screen Entertainment. You ever heard of Thorn EMI Screen Entertainment? Absolutely. Okay. Well, that's cool, actually. <laughs> We're pairing that with... The uh, album 16 by Shook Ones from 2005 off of Enwell Records, and I think it's been re-released a bunch on like Rev Records Rev at this and point. stuff, yeah. yeah. <clears throat> so yeah, so, so Shook Ones, 16, and Highlander. Joey, I, I prefaced this last week, what's up with this one, dude? I don't, I don't get it at all. <laughs> it's, it's definitely a stretch. It's really just uh, an excuse to do this album because I was like somehow... Like I've been, I love this band for a long time and somehow they kind of came back into my memory a little bit. Like I hadn't listened to them in a while okay. and I was like, Oh, I would love to do them for the podcast because yes. they're like melodic, hardcore, whiny in a sense. Mm-hmm. And, um, I was like, Oh, what's a good album? And I was looking at their album titles and this one stuck out to me cause I was like, okay, I can do something with 16. I can do like sweet 16 birthday movie thing or like. And I was like, I don't want to do 16 Candles because, like, what can we say about it that hasn't already been said? Sure. And I don't know how I landed on this, but I was, like, looking up, like, 16th century shit. And that's the <laughs> when the Highlanders exist or, okay. like, were created or that's when all the Scotland shit okay. in this movie happens. It's supposed to be the 16th century. You know, that does that does make sense now, actually. <laughs> and I was like, okay. Like, I know, like, Highlander is a cheesy movie. Mm-hmm. What was that? Was that my phone? Uh, I think so. I probably fell between the couch. It's gone forever. I think you, I don't want to sound like you are, like, mean to me or anything, but I think you've called me dumb <laughs> for less, for worse pairings. <laughs> so I, I will... I will raz you on this one while I can, because every other pairing you've had has been very good, and I still somehow don't get it. This is like episode like fifty or something, and I still don't really get how to do it. But this one, I gotta, I gotta say, this one's yeah. definitely a stretch. It was just more an excuse to do both of these things, and they like very loosely link together. Well, I hate you for one of them. The other one is fine. <laughs> um, where I cannot figure out what's going on with this cord right now. Oh, well, we take right, your time. I'm good. I'm okay. back. Um, <laughs> Uh, where is Tyler this week? Well, he won a Carnival cruise, of course. Of course. Yeah. So, Tyler, have fun on your cruise. I hope you're having a good time. I don't know exactly where you're going. but He'll I hear this when he gets back. I, I heard he doesn't have any reception out there. <laughs> I hope you get nice and tan wherever you go. Um. All right. Sweet. Joey, what have you been listening to? Anything Anything good? Anything bad? Oh, uh, nothing bad. Um, nice. I got a couple things. Uh, Philly legend. Tierra Wack just released a new EP. It's called Rap with a question mark. No, one of the dudes that worked on the Web Wing record uh, produces a lot of her stuff now. Oh, cool. Yeah, he That's like, awesome. kind of doesn't do rock music anymore. He does. He did like a lot of stuff with Tierra Wack, which is cool. Wow. Shout out Hank. If that's you're, if you're definitely not listening, but you know, damn, go but Hank. If you are, that's a, that seems like a good gig. Yeah. Um, and then I listened to this record. Uh, called In Your Hands by this band called Lewisburg. You ever listen to them? Lewisburg. L-E-W-S-B-E-R-G. So like Lewisburg without the I. Without the I. I think you would really like this band. <laughs> Lewisburg I, without the I. They have, from the team. they have like three uh, LPs and they're both, they're all really good. I would listen to maybe like the first or second one if what, I were you. But what genre? They kind of sound like 
if the Velvet Underground was like from the Netherlands. <laughs> wow. No, I mean, that's like uh, silly. But Pretty it's, like it's not stripped a, down. Like not, not at all what I expected. But like with a lot of melody and like, I don't know. It's just, I love it. Um, oh, they're from the Netherlands. That's They are. There yeah. you go. It's called In Your Hands. They also have an album called In This House. In This House is They really also have good. an album called In... No, I'm just kidding. <laughs> in This House and what's the other one called? In Your Hands. No, what's the third one called? In Your Hands. <laughs> oh, boy. Uh, okay. I'll check these guys out. They've put out a lot of stuff. I think you would like, like them, pretty quickly. actually. Um, and then I just got one more I've been listening to. Well, I got two more, actually. Uh, I listen to this album called Tide Turns Eternal by this band called Dream Unending. Man, how do you find bands these days, honestly? Dude, I've been on a big band camp kick. Cool. And I subscribe to different genre tags. And then so my feed is just like new in damn doom metal or something. So you're like new finding in, new, new music. in this, new in that. And That's then I, cool. Yeah. And then sometimes I'll like look at the people that like have bought that album mm-hmm. if there, i find something i like i look at the little people that bought that the not little the little people. not the little people <laughs> their little i their little avatars yes. and then i'll like click a couple and then i'll look at like uh, <laughs> 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 like rolling his eyes in the back of his head and then um i'll like look at those people i'll like creep on those people's feeds and if they have like a couple things where i'm like okay i trust this person's taste and then there's like something in there that i don't know i'll check that out and i do this like several times it's that's, wild. That's deep, and that's awesome. Yeah, that's cool. I don't do that, <laughs> and I respect. <laughs> I love that you do. Um, but that album is a. It's kind of like a death metal, doom metal album, but it it's like a two person thing. It's like a guitar player from this band called Tomb Mold, and the vocalist is actually this guy DFJ who played in like played drums for like every Boston hardcore band in the early two thousands. Cool. Um, and he sang for like Mind Eraser. Damn. And and. A so, couple other bands. So he, he does vocals in this. So man of the core. Man has been man around. of the core, but he's definitely on his metal shit. Uh, and then the new Andy Schaff record called Wilds. I like it quite a lot. Okay. That song Jay Walker is really good. I'm. I just took a stance where I'm a hater of Andy Schaff for no reason, and his music's fine, and he's probably great. But I maybe just, give it a you know. <laughs> There's always time to well, quit no, being a hater. I can't change my opinion. <laughs> <laughs> no, I, I genuinely, I, all my friends like it, and I think I was just being like edgy. and was like, eh, yeah. Well, shout out to Tay. On uh, one of the last episodes we did pre-pandemic, where he was the guest on the Lemonheads episode, he turned me on to Andy Schaff. Nice. And I haven't stopped listening to Andy Schaff since then. Like that was that like Neon Skyline album, or yeah. what it's called. Yeah, definitely. That one Hell clicked yeah. with me super hard, and I went back and listened to the old ones too. Those are good. New one's good. Not that to take away Fox from... Warren thing. Oh, it's like he did somebody else was pretty good. I haven't listened to that one as much, but um, what was it? Uh, not to take away from Andy Shelf. What was the death metal band called again? Dream Unending. Dream Unending. Okay. Yeah. Um. That's it. What do you got? Uh, I only have a couple. One is supremely embarrassing, but the new Limp Bizkit's pretty good. <laughs> 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 it's it came out and uh. There's a lot of viral marketing there yeah. with like, well, just like the resurgence of like Fred Durst and he's wearing the, he looked like he was in the Sabotage music video a well, little bit. Well, they did it. They like performed at Coachella. They, they did a tour, but then they canceled, they like canceled the tour a few days in. Because of COVID, which respect. Right. Yeah, totally. I, I thought I, that, I don't know no, what I call this viral marketing. I thought that it was, 
<laughs> yeah, true. I thought that it was well. It just seemed like they just popped up out of nowhere, and the old him dressing like an old man thing was like a thing. Yeah, the, but oh, that's true. That was a thing. That's like a publicity. Stunt I thought that it thing, wasn't right? COVID related. I thought they were like West Borland sick. I promise it's not COVID. Oh, maybe you know more about Limp Bizkit than me. <laughs> I was never even really like a Limp Bizkit fan back in the day, but when the album came out, I was like, okay, I watched their Coachella performance, and they sounded awesome. Yeah, I mean, like it sounded good. Their new song, they haven't Dad Vibes, is kind of silly. I it's like that. goofy, but it's on the album. And then like, I don't, I don't know. I just listened. I was like, dude, they're they're kind of good. Dude, like five years ago, they played the TLA, and like I feel like ten people I knew went. Was and it I cool? was like, I didn't even know it was happening. So I feel like that's a dark era of. I mean, like, fuck this is so stupid. But that's <laughs> like a dark era of Limp Bizkit. Like it would be cool to see them way back when. It seems. Like it would be sick to see them now, but I can't imagine anything between like that that album. You know, I think it was the start of the kind of like self aware era of Limp yes. Bizkit, where yes. you're like, oh, I can go see them and have fun. Like I don't have to pretend that like I actually love them. Sure, but it would be cool to go. Like I think it, it was would, like the start of that. It would, without question, be fun to go see Limp Bizkit. Yeah. Um. But no, they, I don't think I would stay the whole time. But like I would no. go, and I'd be like, this is crazy that this is happening sure and it would be like a hundred dollars at the tla of all places that sounds miserable actually (laughs) (laughs) they had a song called like gold cobra or something like that that was the album name i think maybe they had a song too maybe there was that was when i was like all right this band is like washed yeah but now maybe they've unwashed themselves well, they're dirty. They're they're definitely <laughs> dirty, dude. The Dirty Rotten Biscuit is a song off the new album. Ooh, no thanks. Um, you should give it a listen. West Borland looks crazy in the new sh- promo stuff and the tour. Like He looks like yeah. he's on fucking Battlefield Earth or something. He does. He confirms he does. <laughs> all right, enough. We can't talk about Loop Biscuit anymore. There's like 30-somethings we cannot talk about no, Loop Biscuit anymore. not at all. Uh, but we can talk about Bjork. I bought a cool Bjork shirt. Oh, and I would been, love to see that. And I've been listening to a lot of Bjork. Um, I'll show you the shirt. It's cool. I like it. Love You'll Bjork. probably like it too. Love Bjork. And uh, Philadelphia band War on... Uh, I don't think we can call him Philadelphia band. I think he's like a New York guy now. Who? War on Drugs. Sorry. I didn't, oh, I, I didn't, didn't finish my thought. That he was from here at all, ever. So. so it was like the whole thing where it was like... There's War on Drugs. Kurt Vile was in War on Drugs and broke off and did his own thing. Okay. Kurt Vile had this guy, Steve Gunn, in his band. He was in, like, The Violator. Steve Gunn broke off and did his own thing. Okay. And there was some guy in, like, Steve Gunn's band now that has, like, broken off and done his own thing. So it's wow. like, you know, there's, like, this kind of... It's like a student human, becomes a teacher yeah, situation. Yeah, where the, and they all become pretty successful, which is cool. Okay. But they're all, they all have their own vibe. Um, War on Drugs' new album is, not to say more of the same, but it's, like, what you're expecting. But it's very good. So isn't there a war on drugs sun kill moon beef <laughs> yeah what is this about uh, like i don't know why i know this but i don't know anything about either one it was so i think there were like a festival in sun kill moon uh whatever that dude's name is uh i can't think of his name and it doesn't matter but yeah. he is famous for being kind of like a, a edgelord guy yeah and I think War on Drugs was playing at the same time as him, and he said to like everyone that was in his audience something like, "Oh, thanks for coming to see me." Instead of that beer commercial guitar rock band, like <laughs> said some like dumb shit. Where when well, he has a song where he says, "War on Drugs, go fuck yourself," or something. Oh, really? Like, I think so. He took like, it even recorded. A step further. I'm pretty sure. <laughs> what a funny hill to die on, I guess. But like, <laughs> I think War on Drugs kind of took the high road, and they're like. 
that's cool. We don't really care. That's <laughs> yeah. stupid. He's wasting his time. Like, we don't really care about that. Yeah. Mark Kozalek is his name. Oh, wow. That came to you. I watched that happen in real time. Yeah. <laughs> Red Red House Painters, I think it was his other band. Oh, he was in that band. I think so. Sun Kill Moon Dude. He's like a slowcore guy. Yeah. Oh, interesting. Yeah. Red House Painters, that album's cool. Yeah. Yeah. Um, yeah. Straight up. Wow. Okay. Um, what else you got? Is that it? No, that's all. Okay. Just, just those things. Um, I can go get you the Bjork shirt if you want to meant see. Meant to do this at the on the last episode, so I'll do it now. We're kind of still at the top. I want to shout out my friend Tom, who has always been a big supporter and fan of Wine and Cheese. And, you know, we're hot off a comeback. And when we released that first episode back, the FI one, he hit me up and gave me, you know, good. like he was just enjoying it. He was just telling me how much he enjoyed it. And he was glad we were back. And that made me feel really good. And, um, yeah, so thanks, Tom. Thanks Dude, for the kind words. Hell yes. Honestly, Tom, thank you for listening to a single episode, let alone it sounds like multiple. So yeah, you that's rock, true. Man. Thank you so much. <laughs> and while we're on the subject of fans of wine and cheese, Dan Ozzy yes, yes. has a new book. We haven't read it yet, but Dan. He's, but one of, he's one of our biggest fans, I would say. Former guest, too. Which means he was, yeah. <laughs> former if, guest if, of the podcast, Wine and Cheese, Dan Ozzy. If you listen, you're a guest. So, Dan, thank you for being coming on the show. If you reply to us on twitter you were a former guest <laughs> yes correct <laughs> um somebody else did at one point so they're a guest too but i forget who it was oh okay into we'll it have over to go back. into it over maybe somebody somebody like that oh well, a episode. band maybe something like that yeah. cool all right well former yeah. guest former guest. whatever um but yeah check out his book uh, it's called sellout and it's about like major label releases of like punk bands and it's a very cool concept i've been stoked to read it i unfortunately haven't bought it yet sorry dan but i've been I, really but stoked to read it but i can't read <laughs> I've been working on my literacy rate and it's uh, you know it's not looking good. It's not looking good for me. I might read it in this lifetime. <laughs> Is lifetime But I want Lifetime's to. definitely mentioned in the book. <laughs> it's probably <laughs> you know what? I bet there's a saves the day portion and I bet that he talks about how saves the day sounds like lifetime and I bet it talks about how shook ones sound like <laughs> I, dynamite. I, I like how how we have a lot of like I bet he talks about this. Yeah. Well no I'll I'll, I'll I bet I bet. I bet. I bet he brings up shook ones. There's, yes. <laughs> there's uh, almost no way he would. But <laughs> 16, a record of youth, ambition, and reflection. Oh. Titled after the number of questions asked in the lyrics and written slash recorded as members faced impending graduation from school. What? It's titled by the number of questions asked in the lyrics. Apparently, 16 is an album where uh, about where we've been and where we're going. If you've ever been in that time of your life where you're equally terrified of the future taking over your past and excited to see what this looks like, this is the soundtrack to that time. LP includes a 23 by 23 poster. <laughs> <laughs> wow. Um, interesting. I yeah. believe this is their first album. It is. Yes. Um, 2005? Sounds like it. 2005, Nwell Records, and eventually Rev Records. It sounds like it was written by high schoolers facing their impending uh, graduation. What? Would never have known, but I guess that makes sense. They're probably around my age. I graduated in 2004. Okay. Um, interesting. Um, probably the... I love this band. Um, unfortunately, I never got a chance to see them, but mm-hmm. I did have the Everything Shooks t-shirt, the Descendants oh, rib, that's that everybody cool. had at that time. That's good. I don't know what you're talking about. Mine but was I know green what... on white. It was good. Nice. I get the reference. Um, Before we get into it, I found... <laughs> Um, a punk news article about you know rating the album, 
gave it you know reviewer rating four out of five user rating four and a half out of five okay i'm just looking at the these comments are from 16 years ago which is really fun wow um anything good uh just people comparing it to paint it black which is wrong because it's they should be comparing it to kid dynamite which is what they, <laughs> yeah that what makes they way mean. more sense like it's not unlike paint it black but it's way more like kid dynamite for sure um people are talking about dan yeman's uh vocals where it's like no 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 you should be mm-hmm. talking you should be talking about uh jason, jason Svercheck or something, yeah, something yeah. like that yeah um so that's funny that's funny yeah um I, uh, the, the comments seem like they're arguing with other people, but I don't like. I don't, I'm not in the conversation, so I don't get it. Yeah. Um. Yeah. Nothing good, really. Actually. So. Let okay. Me, never mind. Um, I'll, I'll read one good review, and it just says, "I would know. I would know. Maybe I wouldn't." Jones the Bones. Steve Jones. <laughs> <laughs> what? Steve from user Steve Jones the real bones Steve Jones 8770 at yahoo.com just like I love someone's nickname being the real bones <laughs> Steve <laughs> Steve the real bones Jones Jones the bones throws in his email address I don't know I actually don't know what he's talking about but <laughs> <laughs> oh actually okay here's a good one sounds cool bad band name though <laughs> oh wow interesting based off well, of a uh, how- username crazy Toledo bad username yeah. about that uh i'm assuming they got their name from the mob deep song which is like everything you find when you try to look this band up yeah nowadays is mob um, deep from seattle i they're, they're i'm they're pretty sure they're from like memphis okay um now uh, someone's gonna like fucking make fun of me if i don't know that but it's fine let's see where mob deep is from okay well you do oh, that. they're from queens <laughs> oh, that makes a lot of sense uh all right cool well you do that <clears throat> i did this on the last episode and i thought it was i thought it kind of it doesn't i don't think it's going to work for every album but it will specifically for this one like last one was 1995 the state of like alternative music mm-hmm. this is like 2005 the state of punk music mm. which is like fucking all over the place alkaline trio have released crimson fallout boy released that big one from under the cork tree the first Panic at the Disco album came about. Came 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 about. Oh, wow. Came about. Uh, Every time I die, I put out Gutter Phenomenon. Wow. Uh, which was on like Guitar Hero and shit. But then if you go like a little bit of a different direction, albums we've done before: Train Wreck by Boys Night Out. Okay. Armor for Sleep's What to Do When You're Dead. And then that whole thing of like Fall of Troy, Circus Sur- Survive, Chiodos, like their big albums. Mm-hmm. Um, Paint It Black put out Paradise this year. I was about to say that one. Terror Hawk by Bear vs. Shark, and then Have Heart, which I feel like is not super similar, kind of like melodic hardcore shit. I mean, definitely like what in, yeah, definitely like fans of, yeah. you know, I, I like, for instance, I like both bands at the time. Definitely. Um, yeah, there was some, there was another one I just saw that was like, oh yeah, that's kind of in the same wheelhouse. Oh, Ladderman yeah. put out No Matter Where We Go the same okay. year. Well, it's, okay, so this is like, I don't want to call it like a forgotten era of hardcore, I, but it's a funny era for hardcore where it's like I almost want to say that like this kind of style of hardcore doesn't exist anymore. No, in a it way. really doesn't. Like I it, would even say something like like a lot of the Long Island bands, like the Movie Life, mm-hmm. are in this boat too. Um, yeah, well, that was that almost like lent itself to like not, crime and stereo, pop punk also. Stuff too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Well, this era to me was more like um, like when I think of like this era, this if you say like two thousand five, two thousand six hardcore, I think of like verse sinking ships mm-hmm. uh expire but then there's also like cold world and like 
mm-hmm. what, war hungry and what, um, outbreak. What lab- label did this originally come out on? It was called uh, Endwell Records. Let's look up Endwell Records yeah, because sure. I'm kind of interested. I, I feel like I maybe had some things from this label. Okay. Um, is it a, I would assume it's like a Seattle local, like fairly small label. You know what though? I want to say Endwell. Damn, I might be. Chiodos put in an album this year called All's Well That Ends Well. Is okay. That, is that everything? No. <laughs> uh, okay, there's some, I mean, I remember this band, The Disaster. Don't really remember what they sounded like. Wow, okay, so they didn't actually put out very much at all. Yeah, it seems like it was like a, to me. Pretty small. Small thing. Because like when Rev picked it up, you know, like if they did, I don't know. I have, I have nothing else to say really. <laughs> oh, I was looking up this earlier. They put out a split with end of the year on Runner Up Records, which is a Philly uh, label. Okay. They put out Cut and Paste by Sprainerd. Um huh. put out a High Tide Hotel cassette. Interesting. Uh some Dave House stuff. Emo, um, emo oh, they put out label? the Lighten Up Where Fun Goes to Die, seven inch. Oh, shout out Lighten Up. Shout out Perry. They did a couple high tide hotel things. Like nothing was missing except me. Um that rec- that label put that album out as well. Okay. Um, I think this band was cool. also associated with pla- uh, Paper and Plastic Records, which is they, like the dude from Less Than Jake. Oh, that makes sense because they're very much a fest band. And a lot of those, I'm looking at this now, like Wilhelm Scream is on there. Paper and Plastic or? Yeah. yeah. Riverboat so Gamblers. That label was very prolific for a very short time. Oh, they got a lot of stuff. Make Do and Mend. I really loved that band when they first came out. And those first two EPs somehow, are awesome. Yeah. And then somehow they just like shit the bed for me. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, paper and plastic was funny to me. I feel like they put out a lot between, I want to say 2009 and 2012. I worked at a screen printing shop and we like did a lot of stuff for their label. Oh, but the guy was the dude from less than Jake that ran it. I think was like pretty unreliable. I don't know. Mm-hmm. I'm not trying to besmirch his name, but like, I think he was pretty unreliable or like unresponsive. And I think it ended up leading to like a bit of a dissolution. Like, I don't think we did much for them after yeah, after that, I, I used to have the LP that they put out for this bit for Shook Ones, uh, the unquotable AMH. Um, I don't think I still have it, but that's okay. my favorite Shook Ones album. I wish I never got rid of it. How many do they have? Because you were just like showing me videos that they're still so. doing shit. They got f- maybe like four LPs. They just put out one like a year or two ago, hmm. and then they have. Um, How does it hold up? Help uh, some. It, I mean, it sounds the same. Everything the, by them pretty much sounds the same. It's reliable. It's good. Their drums are really fast. Can he still drum really fast? I'm, yeah. Whew. Those dudes still go, man. Man. Uh, I'm still looking never. at paper and plastic. They put out the dopamines and Dear Landlord split. I yeah. really like that. I bet they put out like um, <laughs> the copyrights or something. Like, <laughs> oh, yeah. like all Almost those bands certainly. that were like, yeah. I mean, that's like my teenage wheel, bottle my wheelhouse. I saw like a show at the Barbary that was basically all those bands. You ever go to Fest? No, I never been to Fest. That seems but like, like it has like me. Loved it. it has me written all over it. I just didn't ever really want to go to Florida and do the Fest. It thing. Seemed like a lot. I don't think I ever want to go to to a Fest. Yeah, let alone I mean, the fest. I think I was like by the time I was conceivably able to go do it, I was kind of like too old to want to do it. Mm-hmm. Um, that makes sense, honestly. But anyway, oh, I, I would be remiss if I didn't say uh, Shook Ones is not an emo band. No, melodic hardcore. Are they even listed in the database? They're in the database, and it just says Shook Ones is not an emo band. Mm, interesting. Yeah. Um, yeah, I can't remember if I said this already, but the definitely the ultimate like kid dynamite knockoff band. Yeah, them and this band called Death is Not Glamorous are very similar, and I think they even did a split together. Oh, um, also basically sounds like this, but they're from like Norway. 
Um, Norwegian. Shokwans, however, is from... Oh, let's play a song. Yeah, I was going to say, what do, what do you want to hear? Play the opener. What's okay. it called? Please read. Please read. What a... Oh! <laughs> what a fucking opener. It's so good. Uh, they're from Bellingham, Washington. And they relocated to Seattle. Shout out to Bellingham. Uh, I got a couple of friends that live there. In Bellingham? Yeah. Wow. Uh, and then... My my note for this song just says, this shit is fast. This shit is fast. It's like uh, Members played fast. in a few bands, including Lights Out, and one of our favorite bands, Super Crush. Yeah, shout out Super Crush. Um, <laughs> I think yeah. the guy's name is Mark. <laughs> sure. <laughs> I think it's the drummer and the guitar player of this band playing Super Crush. Um, Either of them named Mark? One of them's probably, there's like a it's really good chance one be. of them's name is Mark. <laughs> if you're a guy, your name is Mark. <laughs> um, one song has a gleaming the cube quote. Okay, so uh, here's the thing. about being blown up in a nuclear war in 7-Eleven. Yep, so let me see. I, um, I you know, pointed out that there were quotes in a lot of songs, actually. So I don't know which one it was. There are like four, four different quotes in the album. <laughs> That's the one that really stuck is out it to crun- me. Is it Crunch Time in Tooth Town? I say... Any idea what this quote is from? There's running water. Is it gummo? Maybe <laughs> is what my what my notes huh. say. Do you know? Do you know the timestamp at all? Hear it. I think I think there'll be this will be it. The song has a big ass bass riff in it too. Oh, dude, they got the bass. Nope. Maybe, maybe, there. Maybe, maybe I don't know where the quote is. <laughs> Forget that. The vocals the vocals I remember being like, Phew, it's gonna it's gonna be a lot to take this for a full album. Well, it is I like it because it is very much Kid Dynamite, which is one of my favorite bands, but um I feel like it kinda it's tough because it teeters that line of saying a lot in a song mm-hmm. but like with I feel like for the most part does not feel like word vomit or something, you know? Yeah. I mean, some songs have like a lot of lyrics and some songs don't have many and it doesn't really like suffocate the song. Right. You know what I mean? Yeah. No, no, you're right. It's, I think it's more to me, it's more like the, the style of vocals are a little tough to take. It's like, it's a little grating. It's yeah, it's a lot, but, but honestly the album's not that long. We were watching. Yeah. It's probably what less than a half hour, maybe a half hour. Um, 20, 22 minutes. Great. Love it. It's just, it's so to me, it's like all the same, which is a bad like thing. A minute long, two mm-hmm. of them or something. I much prefer this than like the happy hardcore shit of the era, which I, I yeah. you know, I, I like set your goals or whatever at the time. Cause I was a child, but like, yeah. I just, uh, <laughs> it sounds so mean when I put it that way, but I don't <laughs> Cause I was it a fucking be. baby. <laughs> but no, I just like, this is more timeless than that other stuff. That other stuff feels really, really date stamped time yeah, stamped 100 i mean i like to set your goals too i liked four years strong a little bit too and um this definitely has a lot more lasting power and ages a lot better yeah um it sounds like it could have been written yesterday i mean we were watching a video a second ago of them playing in like a studio they played a couple songs in like a studio session in march of this year and one of the songs they played was i take because he hit the bell of the ride symbol yeah in a very specific way where i was like oh that's that one from the album oh that was from the sound of fury set Yes, but right. um, and they sound the same. So like this album could have been written yesterday. Yeah, you know what I mean. It could it's, have been written in two thousand five, which it was. It's at, which actually makes it way more impressive that they were what sixteen or seventeen years old. Yeah, fuck. 
Yeah. It's kind of crazy. Yeah. Um, they do a really good version of, I hate to keep saying like lifetime kid dynamite thing, but mm-hmm. like boys, no good. Those little, those kind of like, um, like, the, like breakdown, like two steppy. Yeah. They switch into that flawlessly. They're yeah. really good at that. Where it's like, you're right. Where it's kind of a breakdown, but like for this style, it right. is where you're yeah. not like, you're not like moshing hard, but like you can kind of groove a little bit. They do it on this song. maybe. What's this one called? This is I Try. This is a, this is one of the best tracks. Or I, I, oh, nope. They have I Try and I Take, right? I put on the wrong one. This one's, <laughs> this one's very good too. Um, yeah, I Take is what I was thinking of. Let me see if I can get to it. This part. I like it. Yeah. <laughs> good, good little breakdown. I think I had like maybe one opportunity to ever see them. They played Baltimore and I was just like, I do not feel like going to Baltimore today. Something like that. And, Damn, I, was like, so you, and I just missed out and seen Chuck one. I've never seen them. Never seen them. Whoa. Wish I did. Uh, we were watching Ooh. some Sound of Fury footage earlier. It looked pretty wild. It was Ooh. like, that was from like 2007. Yeah. I, this, I'm not asking who specifically they were playing with. Who would they tour with back then? Like, what what shows would they have been on? That's a really good question. Um, let's see what we can find, if anything. <laughs> if anything. I, I don't even know how you would look up this. Maybe, like, Shook Ones. Let's check their last FM, maybe. Damn. Oh, to find, like, related artists or something? Well, don't they list it? events and shows on there or something they may upcoming event view all events here we go nice here we go here we go let's um, see I, I put down attitude is the agent is a good one because it like they have a couple songs that have those melodic hardcore thing where they do like dissonant chords like big mm-hmm. chords instead of just power chords um damn here's a gig yeah uh november 24th 2006 they played circle thrift with lighten up in, in philadelphia Philly. yeah Holy shit. That uh, was one of their first big tours, it looked like. They played with Verse. They played with this band from Long Island, not dissimilar from them, called Capital. Okay. Who I really liked at the time. Also, I think it was the singer or some members from Silent Majority. They played with Strike Anywhere. That makes sense. I'm still hung. Oh, Strike Anywhere makes so they much They played sense. with Goddamn. Sinking Ships, who I think had a member in this band. Mm-hmm. Um, they played with Lifetime in I'm still California. Hung up on, I'm still hung up on Circle Thrift. Goddamn. That's, that would... That's really like cool. two blocks away. Looks like they did a little West Coast tour with Lifetime. Cool. Um, they played shows with Lifetime and Set Your Goals mm-hmm. in 2007. Uh, they played Broadway Calls. That makes sense. Broadway Calls is one of those. That's the most misleading band name of all time. <laughs> yeah, probably. That, that name sounds like it's like a Cobra Starship band yeah. or something. <laughs> and, then, played, and then I found out that they're actually cool. And I was like, oh, fuck. I should have listened to them. They played with Go It Alone in Vancouver. Nice. That makes sense. Um, Shout out Canada. Canada, they play with Hour of the Wolf. Yeah, don't, don't you like that band? Uh, that, I think that was one of the things I was saying when I think of this era. I think of like yeah. Hour of the Wolf, Outbreak. Yeah, they play with uh, the First Step, Go It Alone, Final Fight. Yeah, I mean this all checks out. Sure does. A lot of these bands, especially like something like Final Fight. Final Fight was on Death Wish, and they're kind of like the outliers of their labels, where they're like the sort of wimpier bands almost. Yeah, they're not they're, like as quite quite as like a metally hardy yeah. crossover yeah. They play with Comeback Kid, Crime and Stereo, Comadre. Okay, this all makes that, sense. Those last three make a lot like toward the end well, not the end, but like 
late i'm gonna guess that was like what like 2008 9 uh yeah it was eight yeah, yeah. that makes perfect sense mm-hmm. yeah uh damn thanks for <laughs> doing some really good research very quickly FM. oh this is a show that has me written all over it shook ones Camadre, and graf orlock <laughs> fucking put me in a time machine and send me back to 2009 that please. was in southern california i'm assuming <laughs> <laughs> probably had to have been yeah um yeah not i mean not a ton else to say like it's different than what i thought shook one sounded like i'd never really heard them until the, until this uh until you know a couple days ago yeah uh i i guess i kind of always thought that they would sound like the loved ones or something maybe but they no, i get that you know, just i mean it's literally just the name but uh um let's play a song yeah, let's we'll play. We'll have um, time to put maybe a couple more in. Yeah, play um, uh, Mexico for Life. Yeah, Mexico for Life. I didn't. I didn't have much to say on this one. Other one. I like this. This is one of my favorite songs, but it's just good. Good I like intro. It. The, good. I don't know what the song title is, but good intro riff. A lot of lyrics of like um, distance being between someone and yeah. him, or like probably relationship issues of some yeah. kind. Um, I mean, I think I, what did I say before this? Like every every lyric, every song in this era, like they wrap it up nicely at the end and say like something along the lines of like, "I wish I knew that before." Yeah, or <laughs> yeah, totally. I, I mean, wish I knew ex- better. Knowing that they were like seventeen, it makes a lot more sense that all of this is like this whole album is probably about like one breakup or something. Yeah, you know, very well could be. <laughs> um, yeah. Um. But uh, I have like one or two other notes. Um, okay. Oh, Wishin' Roulette has a very Kid Dynamite bass line in the beginning. Okay, let's find, let's hear that. Wishin' Roulette. Excellent. Oh, dude. There, yeah, it yeah. might as well be. <laughs> yeah. Like if you were like, hey, check out this Kid Dynamite song. I'd be like, yeah, this Yeah. They also do a bass riff for the entire outro of this. The, the entire album ends with a bass riff outro. Or does it? I'll put on real quick. What's oh, in Bellingham Lads Club? Bellingham Lads. They at the very end just do like a. It feels like a, like, a, like a newfound glory riff or something. <laughs> <laughs> oh yeah, very. Weird. I don't mind it, but it's oh, like no, something it's, you would expect to happen live and not on a record it's cool it's just very funny to end an album that way let's so, see what comes up okay so that's the last song on the album what do you think is going to come on as recommended next <laughs> like uh lifetime or a different shook one's album different see an album this is from uh the one with the brown cover ping pong cover oh okay yeah merryweather post pavilion slash fancy oh yeah so it's called fancy cool yeah that's very cool right i think that's an ep yeah it's just a split from yeah. one for cover it looks like. Oh, okay um shout out to fucking shook ones for keeping that energy for an entire 22 minutes that's crazy and then some of their sets were even longer it looked like that we saw on youtube uh there's <laughs> a very whiny set of lyrics on sheep versus lynx uh he says is that the i hope i get this right might be yeah he says, my favorite songs are narrating the feelings I hate to have and I hate to sing along. Barf. So I can keep reminding myself that those songs are meant for someone else. Oh, my God. Phew. Yeah. Damn. I mean, hey, if I wrote lyrics in my band in high school, they would be much worse than that. So stress <laughs> That's own. true. Yeah. I mean, I think it was pretty, the lyrics are pretty good for what they are. Yeah. I'll give them that. 
Um, the, the album art is interesting. It's like two sharks biting a duck, like a rubber ducky. a rubber ducky, and, it's, and bleeding. it's bleeding a little bit. Yeah, yeah, it's fine. Don't really. I I know it when I see it, but I don't really feel any other way about it. It's true. Um, Did you write any Weird Al titles? It's tough because they're all already like self-referential, and they don't really give you a lot of room to like rhyme something, no. which is usually the route I go. Yeah. Uh, I can I can give you mine so that yours look better by comparison because mine are pretty shite. Go ahead. So attitude is the agent. I was thinking of like Paul Bearer, so I, I did like attitude era agent. <laughs> okay. <laughs> and then uh, crunch time in Tooth Town, which honestly that's just a cool phrase. That's a good. I one, like man. that. Good anyway. phrase. I said lunchtime in Food Town. Oh yeah, yeah. Oh, that's good. I was, I was trying to do lunchtime with something, but yeah. I couldn't figure out a tooth. We had food on the brain. Lunchtime at uh, in Toontown. I don't know. Yeah. Mine was Bellingham Dad's Club. Okay. Respect. <laughs> That's it. Yeah. Because <laughs> we're old now and they're old now. Yeah. So if they played it now, they could call it that. Well, maybe maybe you should have gone first then so I could look better by comparison. <laughs> <laughs> no offense. Yeah. It was not my finest work. Um, You people have been asking for it. So we're going to try something here. Never before test, never before attempted on a podcast. We're gonna try on this a po- any no, podcast. on any podcast. We're gonna try a little segment right now called wine or cheese. We're bumping it up. We're bumping it up because you know we just rammed all the segments together at the end, and I don't know if that's good or bad or neutral. Yeah, tell us how you feel, Tom. Uh, Tom, thank you for listening so much. <laughs> we need your listenership. Um, okay. My first one is, has that boat pushed off without me? That's the album. Yeah, it's from Bellingham. Dad's I had to Club. scroll to the bottom of my notes because I still put it at the end. <laughs> oh, damn. Uh, uh, come the changing of the leaves, so will we. I'm going to guess album, but it, that that could be movie. That's it's, a good one. It's the album. It is the album. Yeah, okay. it's from I Try. Um, he was right about you, your slime. That's the movie. This is the movie. <laughs> you can see how that would be the album. Yeah, right? totally. Okay. Uh, I never thought I could keep myself company. Album. It is. That's Damn, a tricky one too, though, right? Good, that was a really good yeah, one. Yeah, because he gets old and shit. You and know yeah, what I'm saying? Uh, does finding flaws ever get old? Ooh. Album. Yeah, please read. We're really trying to trick each other on this one. <laughs> We're pulling out all the stuff. I got two more. Okay. Uh, like a mold, this city grows across an area I used to call my home. It has to be the movie. It's the album. Damn. Some Jersey Beach Pale. Okay, that's good. I got you. Okay, you did get me. Um, How about this one? After some passionate sex, Heather... <laughs> You can do that to me forever if you'd like, my lord. Connor McLeod, I, I will. <laughs> some, yeah, it's not, you're not wrong. My last one is. After some passionate sex. <laughs> I saw that on the quotes, too. What a good too. parenthetical. Um, there is some passionate sex in that movie. We'll get to I it. Barely, I watched this movie like a week ago, and I barely remember I it. I watched it today. It's very fresh. Um, I apologize for calling your wife a bloated warthog. <laughs> That's got to be off of either I take or I try. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize for calling your wife a bloated warthog. <laughs> Damn. Yep. Um, that was wine or cheese. That was wine or cheese. 
Does it make sense? But there's still more to come. We haven't talked about the movie yet, but that's a precursor of what's to come. If you like that, you're going to love when the we rest really talk about it. Yeah. <laughs> um, how, how would you rate? It's funny to like rate the album now after we just talked about the movie. Oh, yeah, true. This is clunky. It'll be better next time. Yeah. No, um, it won't. The album, I would give it a solid uh, seven and a half. Nice. Wait, I'm out. I'm doing out of fives now. What am I doing? Seven and a half out of five. Seven and a half out of five. Uh, like a four out of five. Nice. Okay, I'd give it. I round up for the f- out of fives. I'd give it a two and a half to a three out of five. Okay, like a, a six. Yeah. So that's three. I get that. Just because it's more good than bad, but it's like not particularly my style and it's uh it's not my favorite album of theirs it's just a lot it's like but a lot like of the it. same unfortunately mm-hmm. but again a lot that i liked if you're feeling it check out the unquotable mh there's definitely some more variation in nice. that one um i honestly will they kind of grow into their sound a little bit and they slow it down when appropriate a little bit more often okay um and it works out really well Nice. A lot more melodies, like single, a lot more sing-alongs True. type stuff too. Okay, yeah, Damn. they definitely do. They definitely do some like WoO style backups too. Love a good WoO. Love a good WoO. Hey, we're back. Um, we'd like to throw a special shout out to LVAC, Lehigh Valley Apparel Creations. Uh, check out their website, xlvacx.com. Um, they're a screen printing shop based out of the Lehigh Valley. They take care of all of your screen printing needs. They'll print shirts. They'll print other kind of shirts. They'll print big shirts. Shirts with shirts, sleeves. Shirts, shirts with no sleeves. All sorts of stuff. Hoodies. Um, Chris Reject is dying to print your shit. Yeah. Um, they've got... He's on life support to print your shit. Whoa. What? Is he all right? I was just... He's riff- dying. I was riffing. R- okay, I was I'm riffing. Sorry. sorry. And I really put I the I got caught up in the riff. I put the kibosh on that. I'm so sorry. Um, <laughs> they, have a, they have a Let's Hang Out coming up in um, early January, possibly. Yeah, on New Year's Day. Oh, we love New Year's Day. We love... <laughs> <laughs> oh, we love New Year's Day. You like the mummers? Uh-uh. Go uh-uh. see wrestling. Go to the Lehigh Valley. Go to uh, Sokols. I am very sad because I will be missing my first... Let's hang out. What are you I've doing on New Year's all, Day? I've been to all of them, and I will be missing this one. I will be in Key West. Ooh, Bob Dylan. I saw Bob Dylan earlier this week, and he sang a song called Key West, and one of the guys in his band, it's the, the slowest song. It's a piano ballad. One of the guys in the band brought out a flying V and played a flying V for that song. It was so <laughs> wow. funny. Wow, that's unnecessary. That's sick, though. Key West sounds fun. Yeah, I wish. Doing I mean, little, it's going to be great. Doing Don't a little snowbird I will. Thing. I will be missing Let's yeah. Hang Out Damn. in my heart. But it's okay. Yeah. That doesn't mean you should. Yeah. So if you were on the fence about going, you have to go now and play some me. Legally obligated because you heard us. If talk you're about listening it. to this show, you have to go. Which you are. Or I will give your full name to Chris and your social security number. True. 
So yeah, we, so, we can get that from the statistics. But he will still print you a shirt, probably for the right price. Yeah, with your social security number on it. So again, go to xlvacx.com. And then thank you to Cinepunks, the almighty um, <laughs> overlords of <laughs> podcasting. You know, the almighty overlords of podcasting yeah, flows as right come, off the tongue. they've come to be known as. They've, they insist that you call them that. So thanks to Cinepunks, C-I-N-E-P-U-N-X. Uh, check out all the other podcasts on the network. And thank you to Cinepunks for just keeping us around through all the entire... For keeping the lights on for us. <laughs> for keeping the lights on for us. Joey, what have you been watching lately? Um, I watched probably since the last time we spoke the entirety of the new season of great british bake-off and uh, mike's doing that weird thing with his eyes again at me um, how do you feel about the person who won apparently there was an episode where everybody did really good and one person got sent home and people were like bummed about it or something i mean all of that is true <laughs> i i watched like two seasons of the show and i got the vibe and i was like all right i, I don't want to spoil it but fan favorite of the new season doesn't win and he goes home a little earlier than you would expect him to spoiler alert it's the german guy right the german people Jer- couldn't get enough of the german Jurgen, guy. he was fucking Dude, amazing i'm gonna complain for a second when i hang out with my friends they either talk about the office great british bake-off or harry potter on a bad day they'll talk about all three and i'll just sit there being like can we do something <laughs> on else, a bad day, those are all three but yeah week to week i get a lot of great british bake-off stuff from my friends and little interest in it so i feel you yeah but honestly, um, great show. <laughs> it's good. It's more fun. I th- one of the few shows that's more fun to watch week to week. Yeah. Because you're kind of like, it makes you wait for it a little bit more. And you're like, damn. It's, it's fun. Yeah, I mean, you get a little bit more invested in the people too. And it's competitive, but it's wholesome. It's a good show. It's just a good, it's a good show. show. And then I will even say in the final, someone else should have won. Even though I like the guy that won. I feel that way about the both seasons that I watched. They mm-hmm. were... Um, Whatever, fuck it. Doesn't matter. What else um, are you watching? <laughs> I watched Nobody oh, with Bob, Bob Odenkirk. Odenkirk. Yeah, love that movie. I liked it. Yeah, it was like uh, a little goofy right. I, in the right ways. Very goofy. I mean, it's Bob. You know, you're it's gonna ba- get, it's Bob. You're know? gonna get a little Mister Show. Yeah. Uh, if, even though you kind of don't out of him, but like the vibe of the movie is a little like loose and silly. True. But like he's very serious in it. <laughs> yeah, but. In it's a, still a character. It's still yeah, Bob Odenkirk. I like the um, Christopher Lloyd role. He <laughs> yeah, was great. dude. Yeah, forgot about that till just now. He's great in it. Um, yeah, so it was fun. I, I enjoyed it. Um, I rewatched Little Miss Sunshine. That movie still holds up pretty well, Very I would nice. say. Alan great, Arkin. Great cast. Friend of the show, Alan Arkin, R.I.P. <laughs> we've, we've talked about it in the past. <laughs> may, he, may he still rest in peace after he, two weeks or whatever. <laughs> Um, and then I watched what's probably going to end up being my movie of the year, Pig. Oh, that's on my list as well of things I've watched. Loved it. <laughs> you know what? I also loved it. Loved it. My, I mean, if we're talking about Pig, I loved it, dude. <laughs> I, um, it's, I said this in my letterbox review, but it's both exactly what I expected and then nothing like what I expected yeah. somehow, which is crazy for a movie, but like starts off you're like oh this is mandy he's gonna go back and revenge everybody but then it takes a turn and fucking i'll be fucking god damned if he doesn't win us all over with that <laughs> twist it was great yeah great movie wonderful movie that's that's all i got but okay. what about you um yo i finally watched old the m night movie 
top 10. I haven't seen it. But easily top 10 worst movies I've ever seen. I think you're going to say top 10 M. Night Shyamalan movies. <laughs> I mean, I don't like a single one of them, unfortunately. But That'd be funny to just say that, though. <laughs> top 10 M. Night movies for It's me. like they're like, what, 11? Yeah. <laughs> um, it's so funny how bad it is though it's like i i watched it with other people and i think we were all down to like raz on it so maybe it's not that bad but it's okay unforgivable you got it's bad. probably like you gotta watch it with somebody kind of if you're gonna I watch think, it you yeah. gotta have if, a friend if or i watched there. it alone i certainly wouldn't have made it through i don't think yeah. <laughs> yeah um i did i was on my surf movie shit i watched ride the wild surf and blue hawaii and elvis movie and then just like an old gidget style like surf movie mm-hmm. just kind of like corny uh movies Elvis um, has a handful of those, doesn't he? He does. He does okay. a lot of. I think he does a lot of those kind of movies. Um, <laughs> I don't know what's up with Elvis's acting career, to be honest. But I think you're right. Uh, I watched that movie, Psycho Gorman. Oh, how was that? I've been, was, I I kind of wanted to see that really bad, and then I just like forgot about it. Certainly worth a watch. It was um, pretty absurd. Is it on something? I think it was on Shutter. I think I had Shutter. Oh, okay. uh, I might still have Shutter. I don't know. Had it? Have it? Who knows? Watch the new Suicide Squad. Also pretty good. Loved it. I'm going to say something crazy. Please. Now, I don't want to say it. It's going to make you mad. <laughs> Please say it, dude. I don't want to say it. It's going to make you mad. I, I like it. it better than Dune. That's fine. <laughs> but I, we are not <laughs> Controversial. Friends. We're not friends anymore, but that's fine. <laughs> I liked it better than Dune. <laughs> that's great, dude. That's great that you <laughs> liked it better than Dune. <laughs> but I <laughs> loved Dune. <laughs> um, I rewatched Lighthouse and Parasite. Oh, wow. Back to back? Uh-huh. Maybe even the same day. <laughs> Might have fucked you up. <laughs> True. Uh, Parasite's a movie that I never thought I'd watch again because of how, like, when we both saw it in theaters, we both didn't know what to expect. We were stunned. Lord Was, like, in, I think both of us were like, that's the best movie. That's the best We one. walked out, and I think we looked at each other, and we were almost mutually like, that might be the best movie I've ever seen. And it's crazy. And it's still really good on a rewatch, but, it, you know. You definitely lose some of the of, suspense, probably. A little bit of hyperbole wears off there of like, yeah. damn, that was the best thing ever. Um, yeah. And Lighthouse is still batshit crazy and very fun. <laughs> the uh, first time I watched that movie was like at midnight in a my dark living room at my old house by myself when I was like please. freaking myself out. Yeah. I mean, that movie is, uh, we, we don't need, it's, other podcasts have talked about it more than we need to. <laughs> it's great. It's great. Uh, and then lastly, I just fin- finished rewatching The Sopranos and that show's sick. I don't I it, haven't made and, any and, more progress. Uh, they're all socialists by the end, so you know, hop on board, baby. <laughs> they're all uh, great. Yeah, I don't know what I was trying for there. Um, <laughs> Highlander. Highlander. Hi, Highlander. Nineteen eighty-six. Thorn EMI Screen Entertainment. They really did a did a number with this one. Directed by. You want to give a shot at this last name here, Russell Mc. Mc- Mulcahy, we'll go with Mulcahy. I think that's a, I think that's like a, a Scottish last name. Russell Mulcahy. Russell Mulcahy. Yeah. Also directed Zoolander as a sequel to Highlander. What? Are you serious? No. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> also directed what? Do we know? Uh, don't care actually. Mm. So yeah, you can yeah. find it if you want, but um, I didn't realize Queen did the right soundtrack. Halfway there. And when they, when the first song came on in the beginning, I was like, "This band sounds a lot like Queen." I and mean, then I did the same thing. And then the movie kept going on and on and on, and I was like, "This is definitely Queen. This is Queen, right?" Yeah. And it is. Apparently, I read that uh, they were originally only supposed to do like one song. Oh. And then they like loved the idea of the movie <laughs> so much that they were like, "They're probably nah, coked dude, out of their minds. We're fucking doing the whole shit." 
Jesus. Uh, other movies this director has done did a lot of music videos for like people uh, like Elton John and Duran Duran and stuff. But did The Shadow? Mm-hmm. Did um, a couple episodes of Tales from the Crypt? Uh, did Mm, I saw a Resident Evil movie in here somewhere. Okay, I don't want to be rude, but we're already at fifty some minutes. We got we got to start. We got to start speeding up. Okay, let's go. <laughs> okay. Scorpion King two. Okay. Uh, uh, <laughs> Highlander. All I'll say about who? the plot is an immortal Scottish swordsman must confront the last of his immortal opponent, a murderously brutal barbarian who lusts for the fabled prize. And man, is this movie convoluted? Because like <sighs> I, it's like they're jumping through time and all that shit. Don't under really. I don't really understand. So like, many flashbacks. The fighting shit. Like I, you know, when I. Uh, okay. Everyone you, is awful at fighting. They you, didn't. I don't think they yeah. use any stuntmen. You always hear that there can only be one Highlander thing. I didn't understand what the concept of a Highlander was for a very long time in this movie. They keep reference referencing I'm the still quickening. I'm not sure I do. I don't get it either. I, so, what I take away is that it's like an immortal battle between these two guys who will always fight each other forever until one of them somehow kills the other one. Yeah. But they seemingly die all the time. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So what uh, building off that, my takeaway is that. So the at first I was like, what is the quickening? Like, I don't really understand what the quickening is. The quickening I still don't the quickening. It is in a way like two things in this movie. The quickening is when Sean Connery trains him. Uh, and he gets like struck by lightning, mm-hmm. and then there he Sean Connery's like, "This is the quickening." Who also has? <laughs> Can I just say Sean, Sean Connery, Connery looks like J- Captain Jack Sparrow? Is a Scottish man who is from Spain. Wait, who has a Spanish name in the movie, but he's from Egypt? He says, "Insane." Well, yeah, uh, I mean, but, at, at many different points in this movie, my notes just say, what the fuck is going on? And then otherwise, the quickening is almost like this kind of like leap year sort of like full moon kind of thing where it like happens only once every so often. And when it happens, all the Highlanders kind of come together and they kill mm. all, each other off until there's one left. I think that's what that's supposed okay. to be. It's interesting, but at the same time, I don't care. Like, like when, they, when like throughout most of this movie, when things are happening, I'm just kind of like, "All right, would you get to the point?" Like, Dude, there's like the scenes are so long. There's so much yeah. talking. Like the action is bad. There's nothing. The that, lines, like, the the dialogue we were talking about is so forgettable and silly. But there was one line where somebody turns to the guy and he goes, "I hope you get your head chopped off, asshole." <laughs> which see, which I think is the only way you can die as a Highlander. Yeah, your head it's like off. a vampire thing, I guess. In I a guess. way, is that how vampires die? I don't know. Zombies, maybe. Zombies. There you go. Um, Clancy Brown is great, though. I will say, as yeah. the bad guy, he looks insane sure. when his head's bald. But I was in it for like his scenes. I was like, I'm more interested because he looks cr- he looks wild. Mm-hmm. He looks like a weird like '80s New York punk. He acts like the Terminator, basically. Mm-hmm. And um, yeah, I just thought he was particularly great. Chris Lambert, awful. But I learned that he just learned English right before this movie. He did. He took like three months of like English classes beforehand to Even like. Even though he was Island. born in Long Island. Oh. He's just his family's French, I guess. I guess. Um, cool. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who the wrestlers were in the beginning? You like wrestling? The Fabulous Freebirds. Is that real? Yes, okay. they were real wrestlers. That was at Madison Square Garden. Um, oh, <laughs> they they did not need to rent out Madison Square Garden for this movie. How 
how I don't understand they? why I think that was just to establish like that it was in New York. But then it goes into like an underground warehouse of like muscle cars, which well, doesn't the, make any sense. You mean sense. a parking <laughs> Yeah, but they're all muscle cars. Yeah, they kind of were. Um, it doesn't like I don't know. The whole whatever. Yeah, I, it didn't need to take place in the uh, like when you told me it was so bad, I was like I could have sworn I'd seen it and I hadn't, but in the beginning, I was like, oh, I'm kind of in for, like, the wrestling stuff, even though they're using, like, these really racist wrestlers that were, like, Confederate flag shit. Yeah. But, um, and then he's, like, sitting in the crowd all by himself, like, not by himself, but, like, not even paying attention, mm-hmm. trying to remember all this old Scottish shit. And then I do like yeah, the- Yeah, there's a guy, like, yelling in his face. Yeah, he was like, man, you gotta watch the wrestling. I don't know. <laughs> and then I do like- the aftermath of like when a Highlander gets killed because like everything around you explodes. Yeah. Like in the parking lot, all the cars start bursting, like gas starts bursting out of them. All the lights start going off. Okay. That's objectively interesting. And uh, and at the end when he defeats Kurgan, all the windows break. That right. part was kind of cool. That's cool. It like affects nature around you. But after that shit happens, then they do a flashback. And then I spaced out, and he gets killed in battle in the 1800s. And some lady's name is Brenda. I'm like, what is happening? It's Brenda like, is okay. Brenda, yeah. It's very 80s totally. to call somebody Brenda for sure. Brenda is the cop lady in the present, but he has like his old girlfriend and stuff. Yeah, too. but back in the okay, the, the part that made me out loud go, "This shit sucks." When I he's in this. like New England, when they go to 1700s native like poof garb, where they're wearing like white, they're wearing like <laughs> the George powdered Washington wigs. Hair. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> I out loud said something like, "Oh, this shit's this." That sucks. part was so stupid. Uh, like we get it; they travel through time, and you can't kill them. I know. Ugh. Yeah, it it felt okay. Would not be the least bit surprised if you told me this was an episode of like. Um, like Xena or like yeah. Hercules TV show, like it's a made-for-TV movie. It it might as well be a show, and they made a show out of it later. But this feels like a TV show. Um, his hair is fucking bad. Yeah, in yeah. every every length. I would not like his hair long. <laughs> okay, word. <laughs> shout out to to the. We recorded this other. We recorded the home episode like an hour before this. So yeah, <laughs> shout out. Um, the bald detective guy who um, is our old friend Joe Polito from The Crow. He's the pawn shop owner in The Crow. Old friend. <laughs> friend of the show, Joe Polito. Mm-hmm. Um, I wrote McLeod's voice is insane, but it is because McLeod. he barely knows English. Yeah. Um, See, that's the point. You just said McLeod. That's the main character's name, and I don't even remember that. His other his alias is Nash. Yeah. His um, alias is Toyota his, Highlander. Is Oliver Sash. <laughs> Honestly, okay, let me bold statement here, but any movie that begins with a like with a with info on a I'm not reading it and I'm not going to remember <laughs> well, it. Well, they knew that because they also read it aloud. There's like a narration of the text on the screen and it does I'm like why is that there? Not going to make me pay attention anymore either. You got to just make the movie make sense. You got to hit the ground running, give me people talking. Can't give me homework up front. Give I'll me talky never... talky, no more reedy reedy. <laughs> no more reedy reedy. Um, the guy that did the music did uh, Metallica's S and M Queen. No, no, uh, the guy that did the music, Freddie Mercury, <laughs> the guy that like wrote the score. Okay, his name's Michael Kamen, and I went to school with a guy named Michael Kamen. Dude, I, I think I would like this movie more if it all took place in the present time, like the New York stuff, and not all like the old fucking Braveheart Scottish shit. A thousand percent. Did and not care about a single second of the past. Hated the Sean Connery parts. The the training montage was cool. 
It was fine. The sword training, fighting was so bad. Training montages are hilarious. Oh man, the um the when bald like guy, the big rock, Kurgan or whatever Kurgan. his name is. Yeah. yeah, there was a scene of him practicing his blade in a hotel room. That was loved. That that was awesome. <laughs> that might be the best scene in the movie. <laughs> that for sure is the best. <laughs> Love that. Um, the oh another part that I was like, this is stupid flashback thing. Like explaining, his, you know, the old lady that's like his friend that's like looking after him. No, actually. Do you remember the part where he is in Nazi Germany for like <laughs> Germany for like a second? Yes. And yes, he saves he a little girl and then he gets shot in the back by a Nazi. And he says. And he's okay. like, you really are the master. Yeah, you yep. think you're the master race or something like that? Yeah. I was um, going to bring that up. The last two episodes have been about master races, Joey. What's up? Oh, shit. That's a good point. <laughs> What's up? <laughs> What's up? No, that's, that's one tiny blip in this movie. But yes. Well, and then fast forward to the present and she's an old woman now, but she's still like with him and looking after him and maybe wants to fuck him. Oh, I do know who you're talking about now. <laughs> she's a main character in the movie. <laughs> well, no, no, she's not a main character, but she's like hanging back at his house all the time. Hmm. She looks a lot like Brenda, but she's not Brenda. Her name's Rachel. Um, okay. But at one point, Brenda goes to her house and she's like, where's Nash? And she's like, I don't know where he is. But anyway, th- it's just a little weird that he saved this little girl and later mm-hmm. she's like in love with him. Hmm. Um, is dude, it Dugan Nash? Dugan, <laughs> or is it Orville, Orville Sash? Sash. Uh, his Scottish girlfriend's makeup when she's old and dying. Do you remember this? You're you're you watched it today. You're giving me too much. Credit. I know. Sorry. <laughs> sorry. That's so, okay. Um, just to it, catch you back up, what you want to say is that is really good. It's fucking. <laughs> she just has like white hair, and her eyebrows are gray, but otherwise her <laughs> face looks the same. And she's like in bed dying. They're like, it's the last scene we shot. We had no budget left. We couldn't. <laughs> it even was afford, like the most basic makeup. Couldn't afford prosthetics. Um, they kind of the the Highlanders have a bit of like an Edgar from Men in Black vibe about them. Like, because clearly, clearly they don't fit in in like their time or whatever. Or maybe it's that Christopher Lambert doesn't know how to speak English. <laughs> but like everything about <laughs> yeah. them is just like, it screams that they're like an alien in a human yeah, body. Yeah, that's true. Um, I only have a couple more notes. Okay. There's that other Highlander who's like his boy. Um, the dude he meets on the bridge. His name yeah. is like Castigar or something. Castigar. Sure. Yeah, why not? Pointless character. He yeah. gets killed five minutes after he's introduced. <laughs> I think it's really only to like give like killing fodder fodder to Kurgan, basically. They're like, oh, there's a couple more Highlanders. Yeah. They're gonna die, though. Do you think it's also one of those things too where it's like there's too much story and not enough time to tell this wild, I'm big, sure. epic story? Yeah. I'm sure. It's like a like a Jodorowsky's Dune situation. Literally, Jodorowsky's yeah. Highlander. Straight up. <laughs> I would hate to see that movie. <laughs> Did he get his head chopped off? Oh, yeah. He got his head chopped off in the alley and then that Wait. Marine guy shows up where he's wearing the t-shirt that says, hey, Moscow, up yours. Yes, and that, then was. So, Okay. Crazy about that. Kurgan is, they established earlier that Kurgan is Russian. Oh. So, hey, Moscow, up yours. Hey, that makes Moscow sense. up yours. And there then you he, like, riddles him with bullets, and then Kurgan fucking stabs him, and then he goes to the hospital. So, what's the movie that everyone gets their throat ripped out? Ro- uh, Roadhouse? Throat rips? Don't they, like, rip throats in that movie? Is that Roadhouse? I haven't seen Roadhouse in forever. Pretty sure. I'm pretty sure there are at least one to two people that get your throat, that their throat ripped out in that movie. Throat so this is the 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 uh, the movie. road trip of head chopping. the road trip oh yeah roadhouse yeah huh. um 
they were in a cool room that made me think of Logan's Run, where there's like a circular. Uh, oh, couch. like the couch and like all of his like weird um, yeah. artifacts and, and shit. It. it was like that one meme where it's like name one thing in this photo. <laughs> you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> no. There's a I'll find it, but there's a meme where it's like there's a ton of shit in this room, but none you don't know what any of it is. <laughs> <laughs> it's pretty funny. Um. I don't have much else. The only other note I had was like at the end after he kills Kurgan, he is like flipping around in the air and shit. And you can like easily tell he's on a wire. (laughs) That's awesome. (laughs) Uh, This will be my last note, but Kurt Russell was originally cast as the main character, but pulled out because his girlfriend was like, don't do that. <laughs> Thank his, God. His girlfriend, but also his wife, Goldie Hawn. I also read um, that. So he did He did Big Trouble in Little China instead, which is wow. that's king one of his shit like, right there. Huge, huge roles. His wife Another, was like, hey, don't do that. It's bad. And he's like, okay, I'll just do the best movie. Another person that was apparently considered was Hulk Hogan, I read. See, that would be, that would be this movie would be a hundred times better. It would be crazier. It would be like more <laughs> memorable. Uh, but I, it would be like... Um, Iconic for a different reason. Is this Christopher Lambert's most well-known role? Gotta be. I, I don't really know. I mean, he was Raiden in Mortal Kombat 1. Um, Not his best performance, I would say. I mean, I'm t- it's more so popularity, I guess. I see what you're saying, yes. Um, And then that started to make me think, like, I don't think I've ever liked anything he's ever been. Like, I don't think I like him at all. No. I think going into this, I was like, oh, he's kind of, he's cool, right? And then I was like, no. He's in weird shit. He's in Beowulf from 99. Oh, yeah. He's in many Highlander things. <laughs> like many. Um, yeah, the, I guess this is his best, but that, sorry, that ain't saying much. No, not at all. Hmm. What would you rate this movie? Like a two. <laughs> Like it's been. like a two out of a uh, two out of ten, like a like a one. Yeah, I think I give it a one and a half out of five. I don't think I'm gonna bump that down to a one. It's it was a chore. So I I actually tried. It to was watch. really hard to watch. Yeah, I um I you know this movie has like a cultural resonance. It's like there was like a Dane Cook joke about it. Like there's like it's like a well, in the you there can be only one thing. Yeah, like, that's really what everybody knows about it. I feel like even though they say it like one time or two I, times, I didn't know this is what it was going to be like. I feel like I tried watching this once before and got through like forty minutes. I was like, damn, I didn't watch any of that. That was like <laughs> that was garbage. Yeah, but truly, it, it was hard to pay attention to. Yeah, um, I wish. There could be only one, but there's like five of these movies and several shows. Way too many of them. (laughs) Um, I wish it was only an hour long, one hour long. How about that? That would be. How about there? It can only be one hour long. Thank. That would be sick. (laughs) (laughs) Um, did you? I found us in the movie. Did you find us in the movie? Who are we? I'm the guy wielding the blade in the hotel room, and you're a girl. I'm Candy, the prostitute that walks in. Yep. Sweet. Yes, sir. We, us and Tyler are the fabulous free birds. Yeah. Okay. Minus the racism. Part Minus the said, racism. Right? Okay. Yes. Um, I'm going through the IMDB tags to see if there's anything good. Ooh, NYPD. That's fun. The New York Police Department, for those of you who are new to the, to the scene here. Okay. Ooh, what's, what do we think the number one? Um, uh, Number think. one and five are both like, oh, okay. Number one. NYPD Blue, uh, Baywatch, 
no, no. no. <laughs> I don't know why that would be the NYPD. Um, I don't know. Number one is sorry. I opened up multiple tabs. Now I'm having trouble finding it. Number one is The Godfather. <laughs> okay. And number five is Taxi Driver. Okay. Yeah. Yeah. yeah those yeah. are both kind of like all right. Yeah. Sure. Yeah. Sure. How about uh, Scotland? Ooh, uh, this is probably number one. <laughs> What's oh this or Braveheart? Hmm. Number one's called The Last Duel. Don't know. I don't know. What no fucking either. clue. Is it a show? Fast Nine is in there because uh, they're in uh, Glasgow. Weird. Have but you seen okay. Fast Nine yet? Yeah, I okay. saw it in the theater. Thank God. Thank God. How about? Um, oh, here's a really good one. Highlander character. <laughs> <laughs> there are. That's a tag. Seven of them. Seven and it's of the movies, all these and movies. It's just all of them. This is clearly number one. How about? Year year fifteen thirty six. Oh boy, this. Yep. <laughs> uh, let me get one more, one more good one. Um, rock music. Ooh. Um, school rock. It's still a little, uh, okay. That you know what we're gonna disqualify that one. What the Beatles get back the documentary that just came no. out. What about number two though? Yo, who gives a fuck? <laughs> I do want to watch it, but <laughs> uh, number two is I don't know. Um, it is Ghostbusters from 1984. <laughs> oh, not the new one. Nope. Even nope, not even the new one. Well, how's that rock music? Um, because they do that when there's something strange. Really. I mean, every song, Ray Parker every, Jr. every movie has a song in it. Ghostbusters. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I don't know. I'm going to keep looking at some, but we don't have to necessarily do them. Uh, should we pop on over to Tasty Yes, we should. And honestly, if you're listening and you've made it this far, God God love you. But God love you. <laughs> but we're, we're never doing tasting notes again. It's done. I don't yeah. think people like it. And if you do like it, you need to write us now and we'll keep doing it. But mine is just mine is just haggis. I didn't know what else to say. And I literally said Scotland food, uh, Highlander, like blood sausage. So, yes. Yeah, we're putting thing. a fork in tasting notes. It's, it's done. It's done. It's just like, you know, where we got lazy with it. I don't know that it's that good of a segment. We to get lazy with it a lot. It's not fun to do. It's true. Um, we used to, <laughs> we used to be like, uh, I ate a sandwich today, yeah. so sandwich, I guess. What was I eating while I watched it? Uh, I had water. Uh, <laughs> Chips, <laughs> so it's done. I guess. So we're, maybe it's a little self-important to put this much effort on, uh, tasting notes, but tasting notes, it's been fun, but we're just, we need to see other people. We won't miss you. Mm, yeah no probably not <laughs> had to think about it for a second all right one more evil man what do you think what do you think number one is for evil man dune yeah actually yes. one and four are both dune 18 uh, 1984 and 2001 it's sick fuck i'm dumb 2021 <laughs> and newsflash highlander doesn't even break the top 25 nobody does damn but not highlander all right, well, I got a tab up for Lewisburg. I'm going to check them out. And uh, anything you want to say until next week, Joey? Um, I know last time we told you what the next episode would be, but we don't know what the next episode is going to be. So, if the next episode is episode 50, we got to do something cool. 
Hold on. I don't think that. Oh, I haven't been saying the episode numbers. It doesn't matter, actually. This was 48. This is this is forty eight. This is forty eight. So we got right two now. more. Fifty. We're gonna. We promise. We gotta do something big. Do something cool. Fifty. Something big. <laughs> Don't trying to think right now what that'll be, but I just you know. You know what? If you want to say something like how much you like the show, or yeah, now's your time to do that it. effect. Send it in by the time episode fifty hits. We'll read it. If you want to ask us a question, if you want to just comment on anything, your favorite cheesy. Movie, whiny record, what have you. Your favorite cheese or your favorite wine? Yeah, all, all the or all the above. Who you think is cooler, me or Joey? Oh, that'd be a good one. Yeah, we'll yeah. start some drama. Yeah, me and Joey have very little drama with each other ever. <laughs> I would say. I don't know. That since the kicking the kicking contest. Oh, uh, when I won and you were got, you were mad because I could kick better. <clears throat> nope, that's not how it happened. <laughs> well, that's not what happened. Let's talk to the mystery guest because he definitely <laughs> saw it. Well, actually, no, he was biased, and <laughs> he chose your side. <laughs> uh, you know, I would argue that he's wrong. Anyways, thank you guys for listening, and uh, we'll talk to you, talk to you <laughs> we'll, soon. We'll uh, talk to you we'll, soon. We'll talk at you soon. What, what song should we play for the end? I don't know what we've played already. Okay, see ya. Yeah.